Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. Always a privilege and a pleasure to come before you. And uh, we have a terrific guest today we have uh, darren weeks from govern america and uh, darren was instrumental and i'd love to give him credit for this in being really one of the first if not the first broadcast outlet that cast light on the subjugation of my community by john mccain and his bankers when they stripped us of our property rights without due process or compensation and we're planning to force us off our land eight-year battle but we prevailed but always be grateful to darren for that he's on the cutting edge of a lot of things and we're going to be talking about the new genetics modification executive order from the demented one himself, probably why he's doing it, hoping he can find some cure to his cognitive disorders. And then we're also going to get into the World Economic Forum and what they have planned for water. So before we join Darren, though, we've got to take care of some business. And that business is pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Um, speaking of water... We have the best water filters that are out there. The research is at waterwithdave.com. You'll see the Alexa Pure Pro water filter is number one. They have not raised their prices. They still have a special in effect, and they're as good as it gets. And with the coming blackouts in great volume, as Jennifer Grantham said, is going to be the model is going to be California. And the next day she walked it back because she took so much heat, but she meant it. Uh, if they shut you down long enough, folks, how are you going to get water? You're going to have to scavenge. So that means, you know, rainwater, ponds, swimming pools, whatever, you'll, you'll find water, but will you be able to drink it? Well, you will if you have the Alexa Pure Pro water filter. So go to waterwithdave.com while you still can. And they've run out before, and I promise you they're going to run out again. And along the lines, World Economic Forum, I just did a podcast on this. I, call, I said uh, global citizens are being subjugated one calorie at a time, and that's really true. Uh, fertilizer, all these anti-food, anti-agricultural policies, traverse national lines. This, It's all Klaus Schwab. It's World Economic Forum stuff. Uh, and so you say, well, I don't like conspiracies. Okay, well, just look at our country. Okay, let's just stay domestic. Our food supply is going to be down probably by about 60% next year. And this is what farmers tell me. We're eating next year's harvest. So just you might want to do this, folks. You might want to get stocked up on food. Really? Yeah, 25-year shelf life. Uh, the food tastes good. There's lots of variety. You won't get sick of eating it. 2,000 calories per day. And they have not raised their prices, and they still have a special in effect. So go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. Mike Lindell. Oh, yes, he's doing such good work on the lecture circuit. That's when the FBI is not busy stealing his phone, so he can't do business. By the way, he's, in, he's uh, enrolled uh, Alan Dershowitz to sue the FBI and the DOJ, which I think is a great team, and I wish them luck. But uh, Lindell's people approached us and said, we like what you do, Dave. You're standing for election integrity, blah, blah, blah. So we'd like to make available special deals for your audience, two for one, 50% off. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we already have your products. Don't need to send me the samples. We already got them. And he's and they, basically his sales manager said to me, start right away. So here we go. MyStore.com, coupon code Hodges for those great deals. And then finally, one last thing. I just interviewed Ernie Hancock. And Ernie is under subpoena for J6. And he was 2,000 miles away, and provably so. He was on the air in Phoenix, Arizona, when J6 went down. 
yet that's not stopping the FBI. And they've told him he cannot take the Fifth Amendment. They told him that over the phone. Well, that's the kind of shows that we do over at the uh, Common Sense Show.tv. We have a lot of really good programming there. Clay Clark and the World Economic Forum, great stuff. So I would recommend you go over there. It's the least expensive subscription service in America. And I think it's one of the best because of the panel of experts that we bring on. So that takes care of our business. We have a clean shot right now with our guest, Darren Weeks. Darren, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, you're scaring me with this genetic uh, modification executive order. I have looked at it, but the, your tone of voice when you told me you wanted to talk about it, I thought, uh-oh, this is going to be bad. Yeah, it's bad. But before we get to that, I want to I want to just play upon what play uh, jump off of what you just said there about Ernie Hancock for just a moment, because we're as you know, Dave, in a very dangerous place in America right now as the present administration. I call him Sloppy Joe. Uh, he is using, and the people behind him, people working around him, are using the FBI and the Department of Justice. Boy, there's an oxymoron name if I ever heard one. Uh, to They've weaponized them against their political enemies. Now, regardless of what people think about Trump, some people are supportive of Trump, some people aren't. I always say you have to separate out the man from the movement. Donald Trump represented something to a lot of Americans, and that is constitutionality, that is freedom. Whether or not he lived up to that, we can debate that. But for now, it's it's not about Donald Trump as much as it is about whether or not you have the right in America to make political dissent, to say that you don't agree with an election. And by the way, every election probably in American history has been contested. Now they're trying to make it to the point where you can't say... An election was, you know, you can't question an election, but you can only you can only question it on one side. You can question it if you're a part of the deep state, you know, if you're going along with the approved elections. The ones that are driven by the people, the ones that are driven by constitution, constitutionalists who care about freedom and liberty and a restoration of what should be our constitutional republic, not their democracy. You know, and then that's what they always talk about this being an attack. Oh, this was an attack on our democracy. Well, okay. I say be the threat to democracy that they say you are because, and I'm not talking about violence here. I want to make that clear. I'm talking about working for the restoration of our constitutional form of government because our, our, our nation was not founded as a, as a democracy, which is mob rule. Our nation was founded as a representative uh, republic where people it's insulated by people's whims going along with the majority basically i've come to the conclusion you know gorbachev used the term democracy interchangeably with socialism repeatedly in his book perestroika so i believe that that's what when they say our democracy was under attack i believe they're talking about their socialist system that they're trying to put in place with the United Nations and the World Forum, people who are who like to use capitalism to further socialist means. And and that's mm-hmm. that's the thing about it. They, they can they can be capitalists when they want to be, but they want totalitarian governance in a form of technocracy. And and that's what I think this um, push for this executive order helps to further. But before we get to that, real quick I, I, I've been trying to assemble a list, and I know this is not a comprehensive list, but you just—you were just talking about Ernie Hancock. I'm very concerned about the number of people that are being raided, have been raided, by the FBI for nothing for nothing more than just questioning an election and doing it at a high profile, you know, being a high profile person. Uh, you know, of course, we all know that uh, what was it around 2016 that Alex Jones was censored simultaneously off of all the platforms at the same time, which which shows the coordination. And, and again, regardless of what you think of Alex Jones, some people are for him, some people are against him. Uh, when it comes to free speech, Alex Jones has the right to say what he wants to say. And I'm very concerned about the simultaneous deplatforming of everybody. And then they've since used lawfare against him to try to bankrupt InfoWars, and this is a part of a well-orchestrated st- strategy. I mean, again, regardless of what you think of Sandy Hook, 
He's got the right to say what he wants to say. If he questions events regarding a specific news item, should that cause him to get sued? No, it's not. But you know what's even worse? I've watched some of the clips on YouTube regarding Mm -hmm. the trial. And I think this judge got her law degree from Walmart because she told his lawyer that you may not present any defense. Literally, you may not present a defense. Yeah, absolutely. And then she went on to say, when you lose, you can appeal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She completely gutted his ability to make it put up any kind of defense. And then they soaked him. So then, then we have January 25th, 2019, we have Roger Stone raided and arrested on bogus charges associated with the ongoing Mueller hoax. You know, uh, you had January 6th, obviously the day that we'll live in infamy, right? Uh, well, they call it an insurrection, yet nobody had any guns. The only person that was really sh- shot was Ashley Babbitt, a Trump supporter. You know, uh, now, the people, I've said it often, I'll say it again, the people that broke things or took things from the Capitol that day, sure, t- uh, you know, arrest them, charge them for, for those crimes. But the overwhelming majority of people went there for redress of grievances. And that is exactly what the Capitol is there for in the first place. If it, 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 uh, That house belongs more to the people that entered that day than it does Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, uh, you know, or Elaine Chow's husband. You know, uh, <laughs> oh, boy, that opens up a can of worms for China Mitch McConnell. Um, yeah, <laughs> you caught yeah. me off guard with that one. Let me say this, too, about uh, the, the J6 thing. The reason they're after Ernie is Ernie had interviewed in the past uh, Stuart Rhodes, the uh, head of... Uh, um, uh, Oath Keepers. I've interviewed him, too. I had dinner with him about 10 years ago up in Wickenburg, Arizona. He and another Oath Keepers guy. Now, listen, I'm not on board with all that they say and do, and I'm talking historically. Okay, I don't dislike the guy. I don't dislike the movement. I just say I plot a different direction for myself. But well, here's what I do know about this, that they took no guns into D.C. Whether they had guns before, you can debate that, but that's irrelevant to the charges. They're arrested for sedition. They never went to the Capitol. They never entered the Capitol. But because they're the Oath Keepers, it's some paramilitary organization trying to overthrow the government. That's how weak their case is. And this is why they're after Ernie Hancock. And I told Ernie that in our interview, on our TV show. I said, Ernie, they have nothing on these people. And I've I've said this all along. And this is why they got to go back over every grain on the beach try to find anything that they could misuse and mischaracterize to prosecute these people because if they can't, they got egg on their face and they're facing multi-million dollar lawsuits because these people have been incarcerated for several months without a trial. Yeah, absolutely. No due process. Just lock them up. And despite the fact that the police waved many of them in that day. That's the amazing yeah. thing. We got the evidence on video uh, where the police were waving them in. There were open doors. Some of them entered through the windows. But, you know, the other thing is, where did all the footage go from that day, the surveillance footage? Mm, yeah, exactly. Why hasn't that ever been released? Who, why hasn't the uh, whoever planted the explosive devices the night before ever been investigated? Why, has, why were the charges dropped against Ray Epps? Who is this guy? And why were the charges oh, missed? I got something dropped. to say about that. <laughs> you probably would want to ask me this on your show. Um, when the Ray Epps video appeared on Fox, and I got to give Fox credit. I'm not a truster of Fox. I like some of their broadcasters, but they are controlled opposition for reasons we don't have time to go into. But then they, they ran the Ray Epps stuff, telling people that we're going into the Capitol tomorrow and need to follow me. We need to do this. And I started talking about this. I said, why isn't he being arrested? He, he's an FBI operative. That's why. Well, all of a sudden, this one lady who claimed later she was his neighbor, she contacts me, doesn't mention Ray Epps, but she tries to buddy up to me with information on other critical areas. And some of it was interesting, but I thought it lacked depth and substance, and I never took her seriously, never published anything she told me. And then uh, she finally contacts me, says, I demand to have a conversation with you. I'm Ray Up's neighbor, and he would never do anything like that. I said, really? I said, have him come on my show, and I'll ask him what the hell he's doing on that videotape, saying what he's saying. And then she went into a diatribe written response 
to uh, the Hear the Watchman people and Mike Kerr and myself using so many F-bombs, just cussing us up one side down the other. She was sent to infiltrate me and lead me off the Ray Epps trail. And uh, when I wouldn't buy it, then she just exploded. And uh, listen, this whole thing just stinks to high heaven. It really does. But but tell me this. How does um, the government get away with keeping someone in jail for 20 months and not bringing charges? Well, we have a criminal government. There's no No. question about that. I mean, they're not doing things the way they're supposed to be doing them. And and that's that's the issue here. Uh, And and where is the. Where's the county sheriffs? That's that's the main thing because that's the only solution that I see to these FBI raids no. that are going on. You're talking D- uh, you're talking DC though. DC would indict Donald Trump for the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. I mean, that's the kind of justice you're going to get there. And they may very well before it's over with. I mean, because it, there's a very very good chance he'll get indicted for something. I mean, th- at this point what we're looking at here is complete and total desperation. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time you know when you talk about january 6th uh there was it was a completely infiltrated event as well and that's another thing i don't want to get lost in the conversation because we know there were antifa operatives there john sullivan being one of them uh he was arrested you remember he was the blm slash antifa Operative, he actually filmed himself breaking a Capitol window on the inside. Now, the FBI did arrest him, but there were other operatives there that weren't arrested. And when I was watching some of the video on that, I saw the people yelling through a bullhorn, and it was exactly, it resembled the, the type of uh, organization that, is, that we've seen present in a lot of these street protests and riots that we've seen across the country during the 2020 summer of love. And, and by the way, we're very concerned about insurrections, and yet, uh, where are all these people? Why are all the charges being dropped against them over and over again? No investigation in that, yet white oh. supremacists are the biggest threat, uh, and now MAGA Republicans, according to Joe Sloppy Joe. Yeah, so, they wanted this, though. I mean, we know about the meeting that took place, and everyone in the meeting but Millie, 
has told the truth that Trump wanted to put 20,000 National Guard there because he was concerned for people's safety. And Milley went away and said that was never said. He's lying his butt off as usual. You know, China Milley. I'll tell China if we're ever going to attack them. Uh, why would they do it? Why would Pelosi refuse? Why would the D.C. police chief want to have them? Why would the Capitol police chief want to have them? By the way, you know what happened to the Capitol police chief, Darren? He's dead. Mm. He's dead. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I remember seeing that article, and uh, I think we talked about it on Govern America as well. So you have January 19th, Owen Schroyer of InfoWars was arrested, and he was charged because he uh, he said on January 6th that uh, it was a historic day. We march at the Capitol because we have to let Congress and the men and women know uh, that and, and to let Mike Pence know that they stole the election. And for saying that, they pretty much they arrested him. I don't think Owen Schroyer ever went into the Capitol. Uh, but he was arrested for it, for, for just making that statement. Uh, January 27th of 2021, the Department of Justice arrested Douglas Mackey. Uh, he uh, went by the name of Ricky Vaughn online because he created Internet memes that made fun of Hillary Clinton. And the Department of Justice said about that, that the uh, his Internet memes depra- deprived people of their constitutional right to vote. Now, you know, figure, figure that one out. Uh, February 3rd of that year, 2021, the FBI raided homes of Russell Taylor and Alan Holstetter. They were the organizers of the January 6th protest. Now, the protest got out of hand. I think, frankly, I think that was a trap. Uh, I think the uh, Capitol Police let it be a trap. I think it was engineered to be that way. Uh, But organizing a legal protest... Uh, what started out as, as basically a pro-Trump rally in Washington, D.C., uh, for that crime, uh, they were arrested. Now, you know, th- this January 6th thing, Dave, I just got to say, um, this really kind of hits home to me very closely because I remember during the whole COVID mess, we were having a number of different rallies and protests here in Michigan against the draconian stuff that our state government and our harebrained Whitmer governor was doing at the time. Uh the Capitol rally, rally here in Michigan took place on April 30th of 2020, and I remember we went to the Capitol. Now, they, they held, in fact, some of the people that were arrested for kidnapping the governor were, were there at, at the, uh, you know, for, for the plot to kidnap, I should say for the plot to kidnap the governor, and, the, and that was a setup situation also. We know the FBI was very heavily involved in that. And, in fact, during the time, they were actually trying to recruit people because, you know, people lost interest. And, you know, one guy was a homeless guy living in a, in a, in a vacuum cleaner repair shop. You know, I mean, these people had no interest in kidnapping the governor. But the, but the FBI, very much true to the way they set up, you know, ter- terrorists, you know, folks have to keep in mind, half of the FBI's budget goes to counterterrorism activity. They have to have terrorism in order to justify their budget. So they engineer it. And they've been they've been having war against mentally ill people for a long time trying to get them to do certain things or say certain things so that they can say, "Aha, we got you. You know, congratulations. You're an international terrorist. We're going to slap terrorist charges on you. You're never going to see the light of day again." And then they hold a big press conference and brag about what they did. So over and over again, we've seen this pattern play out. And I talked about it, and finally uh, we had uh, Aaron Treverson wrote a book about it. You know, he had a TED Talk about the subject. Uh, but, you know, we had been talking about it for a long time on Govern America because I had been noticing this pattern in media articles over and over again. I'm like, this, this guy hasn't done anything that they, they can point to and say. You know, the, the, they took him by the hand and walked him through the process. And we see this pattern with the alleged kidnapping of, of Governor Whitmer, that this plot. To kidnap her. I have every reason to believe that she was read in on the whole thing from the very start. She was never in any danger. And in fact, the guys that were involved in it lost interest, you know, and, you know, quit. And they went on to do other things. And then uh, the, the, the guy that the FBI was using, he, they actually told him to go start recruiting other people for, for the plot. That's, entra- That's entrapment. That's illegal. Absolutely, it's entrapment. But that's how these characters yeah. operate. I know. I, 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 we weren't going to even go down this road, but we can't help it, folks, because the criminality from the FBI is ubiquitous. Hey, let's go to um, this genetic 
uh, modification executive order. This is scary stuff. Yeah, um, the well, let me just real quickly finish my point about April thirtieth. Okay. Uh, we, I went to the uh, I went to the Michigan Capitol. They said we were going to go inside the building, and I went inside. The, you know, the, so we lined up, uh, and everything was very orderly. And the state police were there. They were taking everybody's temperature. They said you had to leave your signage outside. So everybody lost left their signage in the foyer. We went in. We walked past the state to police. They said you're good to go after they took your temperature, and we walked in. Now, it was noisy. People were on their feet. They were let in because of the legislation that was going to be uh, voted on that day, which pertained to COVID, to COVID mess. And so... Uh, it was noisy and, you know, went on for a while. I was live in the event. In fact, you can see the video on my YouTube. Uh, after the thing was over, my daughter was with me. We went back home, and I took a nap. When I woke up in the morning, or later on that evening, I'd say, on Twitter, Michigan terrorists was trending. <laughs> and I thought, what? You know, what are they talking about? Well, it turns out the media was saying that we had... Basically, storm capital with guns. That's how things were twisted. And so, I this is just like the rehearsal yeah. for the Washington D.C. fiasco. Um, it's terrifying. But in getting over the uh, yeah, executive order, Darren, you're Darren, you're breaking up just a little bit. Maybe we can reorient. Um, okay. Yeah. Turn a different direction. Okay. All right. Let's go to the executive order. Yeah. Biden just signed this executive order uh, on September 12th. And this is a this is a recipe to unleash transhumanist technocratic hell on Earth. Now, we know the uh, mRNA shots were a part of that as well. I think people are, you know, we I think I talked on your show one time in the past about how people were being injected and at the site of the injection they were able to hold a magnet and have the magnet stick to them and it sounds like yeah. fiction yeah, exactly. i was talking about this on the show and one of my listeners called in and said oh yeah this is absolutely real because i had it you know i did this with my mother you know he had a first-hand experience with it and and other people have come out and said the same thing so they are doing something to alter people's dna there, you know, and, and now we have Michelle Walensky just coming out just the other day and admitting that, oh, yeah, we gave false information about the, the safety of this thing. And, you know, Deborah Burks came out. She admitted that they lied to the public and said that they, the thing wasn't effective, that it was going to still be, you know, cause infection, wouldn't prevent infection. You know, none of these people are ever charged with anything, you know, but they perpetrate these crimes against humanity and inject people uh, with this, exper- at best, an experimental thing mandating people to have it as a condition of employment and other things and in some parts of the country as a condition to participate in society you know and they want to take this to the next level well this executive order that that biden just signed on the 12th he says it is the policy of my administration to coordinate a whole of government approach to advance biotechnology and biomanufacturing towards innovative solutions in health climate change, energy, food security, agriculture, supply chain resilience, and national and economic security. A cross-sector, whole-of-government approach. And what, 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 are, they, what are they doing? Uh, he says, we need to develop genetic engineering technologies and techniques to be able to write circuitry for cells. Circuitry for cells. I want I want everyone to have that sink in for a minute. And predictably program biology in the same way in which we write software and program computers. Yeah. Well, Harari for the World Economic Forum has said all humans are hackable. This is probably what he's referring to. They certainly want to make people hackable. And they, they say, he says also they want to unlock the power of biological data, including through computing tools and artificial intelligence, and advance the science of scale-up production while reducing the obstacles for commercialization 
so that innovative technologies and products can reach the market faster. I mean, this this here is chilling because what it looks like to me, what they want to be able to do is what we've known spiritually that they've wanted to do all along. They want your soul. They want every cell of your body. You know, people, and I said this this past Saturday, I said on the show, or on the 17th anyway, that, um, you know, Christians for years have been talking about microchips being put in their bodies. They've been concerned about, you know, someday they're going to try to put a microchip in you. I don't think they have to put a microchip in you. Everybody's looking at it the wrong way. When they can, if they can program every cell, and I know pastors, you know, ministers of the gospel and their families that are good people, but they, they have taken this uh, mRNA shot, and we're seeing now that these shots, you know, uh, I got a, a friend that ca- calls it the uh, protein percolator uh, for the spike protein, but these things are causing people serious problems. We're seeing athletes dropping dead on the field in a, in a rate like never before. Uh, European death rates now are, are, are skyrocketing. U.S. death rates are skyrocketing. I mean, but these are young people. And I personally know people who've had cancer that were in remission, get the shot, and had the cancers come roaring back. And now this particular person I'm thinking of is dead. This is a coworker of mine. So... These people, and my wife knows several people at her work that have taken shots, didn't have any health problems before, have all kinds of problems now. I mean, you could say, well, it's anecdotal, but a lot of the uh, cases in the in the VAERS database and the other databases around the world have become so exponentially uh, great in number that they can't be ignored anymore. And... To sweep all this stuff under the rug, and I think that's part of the reason why Fauci's trying to get out now. Uh, he's he, he's a worry that there's going to be some accountability. I think he's overestimating the Republicans, frankly. But I I, I see a lot of uh, I see a lot of misery and suffering as a result of this uh, of this shot. The uh, he talks about in this executive order the efforts undertaken pursuant. To this order, to further these policies, shall be referred to collectively as the National Biotechnology and Biomanufacturing Initiative. They uh, are talking about harnessing biotechnology and biomanufacturing R&D to further societal goals. What societal goals are we talking about here? You know, this we, we have a country that's supposed to be founded on individual liberty, not societal goals. This is communitarianism. This is uh, balancing away your individual rights in the favor of the the well-being of the community. Yeah. But what's the community? You have to remember, how many times have we heard Biden say that your rights aren't limitless? Yeah. There are limits yeah. to it, to, to the Second Amendment, to the First Amendment. He has said that repeatedly. And, yeah, just for the listeners' edification, if you're not familiar with the term communitarianism, uh, you have the same rights as we do under a constitutional republic but only as long as the ruling party says you have those rights and it's in the common or communist interest. Yeah. Yeah, and if we get to the World Economic Forum uh, stuff, uh, there's a lot more of that. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. And there as well, I mean, because common good is constantly mentioned throughout that press conference they held. But uh, Section 3 of this thing, uh, you know, again, this, you have the uh, societal goals, and the, he says within 180 days of the date of this order, the heads of agencies specified in subsections AIV of this section shall submit the following reports on biotechnology and biomanufacturing to further societal goals related to health, climate change, and energy, food, and agricultural innovation 
resilient supply chains, and cross-cutting scientific advances. And uh, he tells the agencies through which they're supposed to submit the uh, reports. Uh, The director of the National Science Foundation, in consultation with the heads of appropriate agencies, as determined by the director, shall submit a report identifying high-priority, fundamental, and use-inspired basic research goals to to advance biotechnology and biomanufacturing and to address societal goals identified in this section. So it's a big, big, long order, and, and, you know, obviously we don't have time to... uh, to go into the whole thing, but he in this in section five he talks about building a vibrant domestic biomanufacturing ecosystem. Now, I you know I look at this as being the beginning of the nascent biotechnology uh, industrial complex. Really, uh, I think that what they want to do is build up an entire industry around this. Very much the way they have the uh, the weapons manufacturers and big pharma now big tech, uh, and so you're going to have this be another branch of that, and you're going to have this advance further and further into this transhumanist push, you know, to the point where I mean, how are you going to stop it? You know, that's that's the problem. I mean, we're looking at something far worse than Minority Report here. I mean, this is complete matrix. Technology, and they're wanting to put it inside of you. They're after your soul. Yeah, interesting. Boy, the parallels that many guests from diversion backgrounds are coming up with. I've interviewed a lady here at Vic just today, and it's going to air this week on our TV show. Um, and she used to work in FEMA at a pretty significant level. And she talked about Ecclesiastics 13, and that's exactly what we're talking about here the soul catcher. And she went right down this avenue and said, this is how they're trying to get to the soul. You're exactly right. And so when people say that uh, the Democratic Party and the deep state is uh, demonic, they are absolutely correct. In fact, a lot of people are surprised when you tell them that the Democratic Party took God out of their party platform years ago. Yeah, and they took God out of the public schools and where are we at now. And I think I think a lot of this within this executive order really dovetails uh, perfectly uh, from the standpoint of hell, uh, with the whole transhuman, uh, uh, the trans transitioning people agenda, you know, with all the uh, confused pronouns and the gender identity crisis stuff. Uh, you know, I, I I told this story on my show um, years ago. I had a conversation with Randall Terry. Uh, he was the founder of Operation Rescue. You may recognize the name. He used to be in the news all the time. They held the uh, abortion protests, you know, the protests out in front of the abortion clinics, and the cops would break people's uh, bones and stuff, arresting them and, and, and that sort of thing, because they were trying to block the clinics, block save people's lives, uh, the lives of the unborn, and the lives of the people who have their children murdered in the womb, because many times a lot of these young uh, women that do this they're scared and they're really second victims uh they go in there not knowing and they're they're coerced they're pressured and many times they may want to back out and they're pressured into going through with it by the staff at the clinic and there's a lot of bad things that happen inside those abortion clinics those abortion mills we used to call them but randall terry was arrested and he spent a lot of time in, in in jail and uh so I got a chance to interview him at WMUZ in Detroit when I was, uh, you know, going to broadcast school back in 1991. And he told, you know, we were talking about the, the, how far the country had moved since the 1960s. And he said, if we've come this far in 30 years, and at the time it was the 90s, he was looking back 30 years. He says, where will we be in the next 30 years or where will we be in the next 10 years? Well, we're, we're about 30 years from that time. Now, and where are we at? Now they're talking about minor attracted persons. Pedophiles are being defined as minor attracted oh, oh, persons. Oh my God, I didn't get it when you said it. I mean, I haven't heard oh, the term. No, when you said it, I, it had to sink in. And then as you were saying it, I go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm hearing this. Yeah, I know they're yeah. trying to legalize it because George Soros used to fund NAMBLA, North American Man-Boy Love Association. And their moniker mm-hmm. phrase used to be, I don't know if it still is, sex before eight or it's too late. 
Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, what's amazing to me is is that you have PBS, and yeah, they're left-wing, but you have television networks now airing this stuff with children. You know, being, you know, looking at, you know, boys, little boys with bows in their hair, wearing a dress, looking at fancy clothes, women's clothes... Like, like somehow that they're able to just choose this at an early age. And we're seeing stories. I mean, I don't know if you've uh, looked at some of the videos of libs and libs of TikTok, that Twitter account that keeps getting banned over and over again. I don't know how they're, uh, whether they're up right now or not. But you get all these uh, so-called school teachers in these uh, public fool system uh, buildings coming out on these, uh, on the libs of TikTok. Well, they, they put this stuff up there on TikTok. And and all the uh, libs of TikTok account does is just take it from their own account and just you know basically magnify it for the conservatives to see, and um, so they just repost what what the original poster put up there, and they're bragging about all the stuff that they're doing uh, to groom children into being confused about their pronouns and being confused about who they are, you know, they they're preying upon children at a young age. And I think this dovetails perfectly with this whole idea of ge- genetic mutation, you know, because they have the biological mutation. Uh, you know about the gender reassignment surgeries that are taking place mm-hmm. where they're cutting off children's genitals, uh, trying to put, you know, install vaginas on, on boys. And I apologize if anybody has children in the room that you don't want them exposed to this. Maybe we should have given a warning out ahead of time. But all of this stuff is real. It's going on right now. And I'm, even though we predicted, I predicted years ago that we would have them, you know, trying to push for legalization of pedophilia. Uh, because when you get to a certain point, how much further can you go? They keep trying to go push society further and further and further toward debauchery because they want everything to fall apart. This is cultural Marxism. Marxism on a massive scale. They want to deconstruct society so that that on the ashes of society they can bring about their phoenix, which is the new world order and and the rise of 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 the antichrist. Really, I really believe that. Well, I think there's little doubt that that's true. You know, most guests I have when we go down this avenue, they they say things to me like, you know, I really wasn't a Christian until I started to do this work. And then I realized that uh, the Bible's correct, and they identified the enemy. I've heard this so many different times. And this is, Satan's goal is to eliminate humanity. There's no question. And what baffles me, though, Darren, is this, is how they get people to go along with their own demise. Like when these FBI agents go out and, and do the terrorist things they're doing to average Americans for just having a political belief, they don't seem to realize that they're supporting the group that's going to enslave their children. I don't know. There's been a few FBI agents who have come out and blew the whistle on different aspects of things. Mm -hmm. And my hat is off to anybody who has the courage to do that. I think the agency at large tries to recruit people who are just order followers and will do anything no matter what. And I don't know where their heads are. Uh, it takes it does take a certain amount of courage to stand up and say no. Uh, it takes a lot of courage to stand up and blow the whistle and expose corruption. But we're at the point now where we, you know, if you're out there and you're an FBI agent, maybe you've been assigned to Dave to monitor. Or maybe you've been assigned to me to monitor. Because we know they watch the shows, you know, uh, when during the whole uh, standoff was going on out there in that uh, wildlife refuge. In Oregon, you know, we our our stream was hacked. I don't know if I ever told you. No, about no, that. but I'm, listen, I'm not surprised. I was supposed to, to be the first us. person to interview Ammon Bundy, the very first when he was uh, at that scene, and I was advertising it. This is when I was on just Sunday nights only on Global Star Radio Network, and I kept saying, yeah, "Ammon Bundy coming up, last half hour, don't go away." Ammon Bundy, Ammon Bundy. So, and that network, Global Star, has independent satellites on both coasts. Independent, they run independent of each other. They have live stream. Uh, and so we get ready to go to Ammon, and uh, my producer was saying, okay, Dave, he's coming on right now. And then, boom, station went dark. Both satellites out, live stream out, everything flipping gone. 
everything. Yeah. Well, we saw, I uh, I noticed that I logged into my uh, Shoutcast server, and I noticed that there was an IP address that had been reserved there. I did the trace, the lookup on the IP address, and it traced right back to the White House. There were two separate IP addresses that they were using for our stream, and they actually hacked into the, uh, they brute forced their way in and reserved themselves a space. You know, this was an address that had stayed on the stream for, for months, and they were there, and I don't, I don't even bother paying attention now. I don't, I don't care anymore, because we're at the point now where you just, you almost, I told my wife, I will never stop speaking out. Nobody's going to tell me what to say and what not to say. And, you know, you're going to, we're going to speak. We're going to say what we want to say and let the chips fall where they may. That's the way we have to be in America. Because if we ever let them intimidate us into silence, they've won and we've lost. You know, uh, I think a lot of the reason why this is happening is because they're desperate. They know they're criminal. They're a criminal cartel. And they know that the American people have, have arisen and are wise to them. You know, for years we've been screaming and yelling about, wake up America, wake up America. When is America going to wake up and st- take notice of what's going on? Dave, we have a lot of people now that have done that. Half the country at least, I'd say probably about 60%, maybe more, ha- have, have taken notice and have awakened. And Donald Trump does deserve some credit for that. I, uh, I've been very critical about Trump and his we- some of the, his weaknesses. But one thing that I do think is is great is we have a movement now of constitution-loving patriots who are seeing everything that's going on. They're standing up, they're speaking out, and just like Joe Biden in his little demonic speech the other day with the uh, you know the red background from hell, standing up there declaring the MAGA Republicans as being uh, domestic terrorists or whatever he said. Uh, the biggest threat to America, I think, is what he said. Uh, the point is is that. He's fingering all of us, and, you know, he's talking about how everybody is a threat to democracy. And and how, one thing he said in that speech, though, is that they're working, they being the MAGA Republicans, is how he put it, on a state level, and county by county, trying to, you know, in, in his world, thwart democracy, and in our world, it's restore our constitutional republic. The point is, is... That that is the very thing we are supposed to be, should have been doing all along. Now we have people actually trying to fight this at the precinct level. My daughter's involved now at the precinct level. Uh, she just was elected as a precinct delegate. Awesome. So, yeah, you have people on a wide-scale basis now actively involved in trying to take this thing back. Of course they're desperate. Of course they're scared. So this is not a time for us to be scared. Yeah, they're going to use all the weapons of war and the standing armies. And by the way, this is the very thing our founders were worried about, having standing armies to be used against the people. But this this is a sign that in many ways we are winning. And that's the thing. I don't want this to be something that people are, you know, a time where people are afraid you know, we have to keep pushing and not retreat, keep going forward, because they wouldn't be doing all of this desperate stuff. And the more they do, the more they expose who they are. And I think, frankly, I think there are a lot of Democrats that are not the extremists. Now, you know, the ones that take their children to drag, street, drag queen story hour, those ones are pretty much going to be a lost cause. There's nothing you can do with them. I mean, the devil's pretty much got them. All you can do is kind of pray for them. But there are a number of people that I think are more moderate on, on the moderate side of the Democrat Party that are looking at a lot of this extremist stuff, pushing things. Because, you know, many of these people are parents themselves. They have children, and they, they you know, they're kind of blue-collar people that, you know, go to work every day, put their pants on one leg at a time, and, you know, just kind of try to make a living for themselves and their family. And they're seeing all this crazy, whack-job lunacy that's coming out of the democratic party and they don't want anything of it and i think more and more in droves they're walking away they're walking away and are they joining up with the Demo- with the republicans well maybe but i'm not really thrilled about the republicans either and there's the other part of the problem you have different wings you got the establishment republicans which frankly you can't tell a dime's worth of difference between them and the democrats other than some of the rhetoric 
You know, they might say, you know, things on the abortion front, you know, kind of use that as a dog whistle to, to rally some troops and stuff. But at the end of the day, when it really comes to things, and I'm not saying abortion doesn't matter. It's very important to me. That's how I got started with all of my activism. But uh, they, there's certain things that they use, certain social issues that both sides use as dog whistles, whistles to try to motivate people and, and rally the troops. And uh, I think that... Uh, a lot of these establishment Republicans use that. But, you know, when it comes to things like, and, and I predict, if the Republicans take office, Dave, they will do nothing about this executive order that, that uh, Joe Biden just signed. You know, the technocracy stuff yeah. will go forward. What do you, th- because they're what, all what do you think the end game is, Darren, for this executive order? Total, complete control of every aspect of your life, total, complete control of the food supply, con- total, complete measurement and, and control of, of, of your entire grid of electricity, uh, you know, and, and, and complete control of your bank account. If you don't comply, they will shut you off. You will not be able to make a living. Uh, always, COVID-19 was the model. We know what their goals are because they wanted to be able to shut people off with these uh, – Vaccine, what do they call them? The, the vaccine, I'm blanking on the term. Uh, passports. Oh, vaccine wow. passports. Yeah, they were trying to implement that. Well, those things haven't gone away. So whether they use them for vaccine passports, I mean, they've got, they got standards organizations right now that are working. And the various different apps providers to try to standardize all of this so that all of the apps providers meet a common standard, you know, very much the same way the Internet works with protocols and things where everything can work together. You can have different competing companies, different competing browsers or whatever, but you but you have a standard set where everything can be interoperable and work together, you know, cross-platform. Right now there's organizations that are working on solving these problems and hammering all that out. They put a lot of money into this put a lot of investment into this, and they're not going to let this go away. You know, we know Bill Gates is very involved in this. Uh, you know, I'm commenting about bringing up his TED Talk about how, you know, if we, it was called Innovating to Zero, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't seen it, look it up. You don't have to watch the whole thing. Watch the first five minutes. He says in that TED Talk, if we do a really good job, you know, and he named off a number of things, but vaccination was one of them. He says we can reduce the population by 10 to 15%. Okay, so this isn't conspiracy theory. All you have to do is listen to what these whack job maniacs say. They come right out and tell you what they're doing. And he has put a lot of money into Africa and places where he can experiment on people and reduce the population, kill people with impunity there. And they've taken this plan, and now they're unleashing it on the entire world. He's taken us to the next level. I mean, He's releasing diseased mosquitoes. He's got a mosquito project where they're using mosquitoes as syringes to inject people when they bite you. Uh, that story just came out. In fact, this was a, an updated version of that. He now has diseased mosquitoes, which are supposed to kill off other mosquitoes because mosquitoes carry diseases. So, so because mosquitoes carry diseases, we're going to put diseases in mosquitoes so that they can kill each other off, off, I guess. But what happens when they bite you? You know, but but nothing is ever done about this stuff. This this guy is able to continue to go in experimentation and do all this kind of stuff. Now, you know, he's also working on a nuclear power plant. God help us. This is a guy that couldn't make windows work, and he's working on a nuclear reactor. So, yeah, but what's weird is, anyway. is the nuclear is supposed to be verboten because of climate change. Well, nuclear is getting new life. Uh, he's going to innovate the technology and see that this is the thing. And, and we haven't even talked about the World Economic Forum yet. But they, they, have, uh, they just had a water press conference on August 24th. And, you know, Klaus Schwab, uh, you mentioned Harari, his technocratic advisor there. Um, Klaus Schwab has the means to pull it off. All of these rich billionaires supposedly get, to get getting together to try to help everybody. Uh, and yet <laughs> they get richer and, you know, you get poorer and poorer all the time. You know, everybody's worshiping Queen Elizabeth. You know, what has she done for humanity? Well, you know, 
you're worshiping her, and they've been a leech on you know the ultimate welfare family, as far as I'm concerned. You know, I anyway, I, I won't go down that road because we don't have time. But the uh, the World Economic Forum held this press conference on August 24th, and they are launching now a two-year global water commission on the uh, what they call the new economics of water. Uh, and they say that the purpose of the commission is to build global water governance systems. So, and, and keep in mind, part of the control of land is the control of water. You know, the two go hand in hand. Um, a key theme of this whole commission is considering water as a common good. And that's a theme that they have running through this press conference over and over again, talking about the water being in commons you know, so, again, this communitarian thing where you don't have an individual right to water, you know, they say they're going to take a systems approach to water management. So implementing water systems. You ask what the ultimate end game is. The ultimate end game is to micromanage and to automate society. You know, I believe it's Chapter 40 of Agenda 21, Information for Decision Making. They have different data points that they're going to suck in and use and utilize that to program their algorithms. And and people don't already realize the degree to which our, our lives are already controlled by algorithms. Your insurance rate is set based upon, you know, how fast you go. You know, your car, now the modern cars are reporting home, back to the back to the manufacturers, different things, uh, location data. Uh, they're, they're reporting speed and driving. All of that stuff is being recorded now in the modern cars. Uh, my insurance company is trying to get us to install an app, and they're, they're going to reduce our insurance rates if we install this app. I refuse. All of us are refusing to install it, but it's called DriveWise. This thing tracks you everywhere, and it keeps track of your driving habits based upon the sensors in the phone. Okay? So people ignorantly go along with this stuff, and it it impacts you. It, it's just another way that the uh, the algorithms are, are defining your life. I know. You know, we're going to have to have you back to talk about this because I know it's a lot more involved and it has its roots in Agenda 21. It's just interesting. All the things that you and I were talking about to our audiences 15, even 20 years ago are now actually manifesting right now as we speak. But if we don't stop this here, then I don't get to tell people how they can follow your good work. Okay, yeah, uh, you can go to governamerica.com. That's the website, governamerica.com. And we have all the programs there. Well, many of the past programs, I think going back to 2013 anyway. Uh, you can listen live. Uh, that's The live streams are there as well. Uh, radio.governamerica.com is where you get the live streams. And we are up on uh, Galaxy 19 as well on Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, we're, it's a three hour live show and you can call in. Uh, we have a call in number as well. And, uh, you can even listen on the phone. That, 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 that information is also on the website, governamerica.com. How long have you been, how long have you had that show? Well, uh, uh, it was early, I'd, I'd say probably about, I want to say roughly about 2005, 2006. It was long before the RBN days. Um, I think we started around 2005, actually. I started filling in for Chris Gurner, uh, who, who, who's a good friend of mine. He's now, unfortunately, he's passed away now. But um, he, uh, he, I started filling in for him and then uh, ultimately uh, launched my own program on First Amendment Radio Network years ago. And I don't, I don't even know if they're around anymore. Eventually, I, I quit that network and was off the air for probably about six months when michael powers contacted yeah, yeah. me and on rbn yeah. and so that's how i ended up going on there. michael recruited me over to kyh radio where i and um yeah there's a lot, lot of lot of familiar faces over there but anyway look we're out of time uh i'm going to contact you because i want to go through this water thing because it's really critical but thanks darren for joining us very good information appreciate you coming really on pre- thank you Thank you. Take care. Thank you, and thank you for your work. Thanks. 
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground. It'll be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more... Go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.